You're listening to The Angry Mason, building a hot shit podcast brick by brick. I'm your hot shit host, Angry Mason Ryan, and here's my podcast partner, Angry Mason Dan. Ryan, the word on the street is we have a special surprise for the listeners this week. Yes, we do, Dan. This episode, we induct the very first honorary Angry Mason. And now, hailing from the mean street of Hope Sound, Florida, the first ever honorary Angry Mason, Homer! Homer, how you doing, bud? Doing fine, doing fine on this Wednesday evening. Oh, so you're breaking <laughs> the fourth wall because this doesn't come out till Friday. You just destroyed the mystique for both of our fans, but that's all right. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, they're probably okay heartbroken enough. by now. Yeah, it's all right. Now, well, uh, welcome to the show, Homer. Welcome. Now, how would you describe your connection to the uh, the Angry Masons? Well, you, Ryan, are my cousin, and. Uh, you recommended the show to me, and from that moment on, I've become a fan. That is that is excellent. That is excellent. First off, because you're one of the few cousins who will admit that you are related to me. So, cheers. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, I went many years uh, without meeting most of your family. So, uh, yeah, I, don't, I, I thought you were keeping them hidden. No, no. Uh, it's safe to say that the majority of my family and myself uh, have different tastes and, and interests. So you're like the black sheep is what you're saying. Uh, I don't want to get racist about it, but uh, let's just <laughs> oh, say sorry. that uh, I'm an avid indoorsman and they are normal people. Oh, sorry. Well, I, I didn't mean to insult normal... you. We could take that out and post okay. edit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Homer, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, you are by trade a farmer. Yes, I've been doing that for quite a long time. Um, other than that, I'm a huge fan of going diving and music and uh you know all kinds of different stuff video games reading now you've been known to uh tickle the ivory as it were ah uh, yes piano, hey hey piano. this is a family podcast oh no it's not my, <laughs> Where's your mind, never mind no, I, I don't know <laughs> i did hit my head earlier yeah but to uh for you know the interest of full disclosure Ivory is a stripper at uh, Cheetah's Club, right? Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking of. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) I just didn't want to say it out loud. I'm just kidding, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't know that. uh, I didn't know farmers still existed. I thought that all the illegals, you know, took that job. Oh, no, no, no. We're still here, you know, chugging along on tractors. Now, what uh, what do you grow out there on your farms? Uh, Sod, you know, grass. Yeah. All right. Notice how I said sod first. So you basically sit back and watch the grass grow. Uh, yeah. Um, it's much more exciting than watching paint dry. I will tell you that. <laughs> well, you do have an honest comparison. Okay. Um, yeah, very good. Now, if I understand correctly, you also uh, have cattle out there. Yeah, I have a couple cattle. Um, not much to say about them except they just graze along the fields. Okay. Well, I you're growing the grass for them, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> I have a question. Um, why haven't you let me go out there streaming? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not the legality of it all. It is everything to do with our safety. Like, I'm telling you, one night, because I was going hunting for animals, basically, we were in the pastures, and my God, if they didn't surround us. And that's not like usual behavior of the cattle, where they're kind of ignoring you and enjoying their day. This was, oh, I can hear them in the background. Oh, no, they surrounded us all within 15 seconds. And it's like, what is going on? Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me the cattle, uh, they surrounded you and, and you were you were fearful for your life? I was. I was. <laughs> and the creepiest thing is when you take the flashlight, you can see the glow in their eyes. And it's just like this long line across your vision of glowing cattle eyes standing about your height. I mean, I don't even know what to say about all that. Kind of, kind of looking at like, uh, like at White Walkers in the Game of Thrones that you don't watch. Sorry, you don't get that reference, but it sounds apropos. <laughs> Thank you for telling everyone I don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, you're that one contrarian hipster. It's okay. <laughs> you're right. I actually like to tell people I don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does uh, sound scary. Uh, I mean, the cattle not not watching Game of Thrones. But uh, the problem I have with farming is that it is all outside, and I hate outside. Yeah, I guess I was uh, a little bit like Bane on this. I was kind of born in it, you know, molded. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. You know, I'm you used to You made it sound it. cooler than I thought you could, so congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well done. Well done. <laughs> well, with that, uh, we're going to do a deep dive into Homer's psyche, and we're going to ask you our, uh, do our favorite bit, Four questions and one to know on. I'm ready. All right. So first question. All right. You're at the bar. Friends are there. They start chanting, shot, 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 shot. What liquor are you shooting? Well, if this is just a regular bar, I'm probably going to just take either whiskey or vodka. Probably whatever's the closest. Okay. What? And I have to ask a follow-up. Um, what would be an irregular bar? <laughs> an irregular bar would be pretty much any bar in Palm Beach where everything's super expensive, but at least they have everything. So Okay, so in that case, what are you shooting? Well, I, don't, I mean, I would say sake, but I don't want to be a bitch, so we got to do that. All right. I'm afraid we'll it's sake too late, bomb. Homer. Sake bomb, sake bomb. We can do that. I mean, it's a good compromise. All right. That sounds good. Well, uh, okay. For your second question, Homer, uh, let's say you're on death row. You've got one meal left. What's it going to be? You know, I'm telling you, it's one of those things that I'm probably just going to have to, I want to choose two, but I'm going to go with one. It'd probably be beef Wellington. Do you know what that is? It's beef Wellington. No, that's, yeah. uh, that's classy. I mean, and delicious. I, I, have you ever had it before? Uh, I made a pork Wellington because I'm not rich. <laughs> <laughs> You're awfully highfalutin for a farmer. Well, I mean, we do have cattle, so it's not like out of the realm of possibility that we could have easy access to the ingredients to make 
Yeah, Dan, he's not a sharecropper from Tobacco Road, all right? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So these cattle, uh, you do you do you actually turn them into dinner? Like, what is the destination for these cattle? Where do they, you know, where do they end up? Uh, the majority of the cattle there live happy, healthy lives on the farm until that one day. No, uh, <laughs> that we decide that we're hungry and we want meat. Yeah, yeah, that day when we choose one, you know. It's a tough decision to make, but that's why you never name it. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. I am. Uh, I am horrified. Okay. I think we can. Uh, we can move on. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Now, um, one of the activities that we actually have in common that we enjoy is uh, role playing games, Dungeons and Dragons, what have you. Uh, so, do you have a favorite role playing character? Well, you introduced me to Dungeons and Dragons. Um, but over time, uh, I it was of... consensual. First off, I gotta say it was consensual. <laughs> uh, agreed, agreed. Um, good decision. Uh, but my favorite D and D character, uh, I'm just gonna spew out a couple words that many of you won't understand. But for purposes of our discussion, I'm just gonna go go with it. So basically, I'm a an elf music playing person called a bard. And this person was the most arrogant, selfish, and kind of, I don't know, pompous ass you could ever imagine. And I had a lot of fun playing that character because I like to think I'm kind of a nice person. I try to like stay, you know, in my space, whatnot. But for this character, I was able to be that douchebag for, I don't know, a couple hours a day. Nice. My favorite character. Kind of liberating, huh? Yeah, it was. What was was the character's name? Uh, funny enough, his name was Golden Boy. Self-proclaimed. <laughs> All right, well, we know that you love Dungeons and Dragons, but uh, what about video games? I know you also like those. What's your favorite video game? Well, once again, I played a lot of video games throughout my life, and I think my favorite one would be for the original Xbox, it would be Halo uh, Combat oh, Classic. Oh, I really classic. love that game. Sort classic of like brought course. a little bit like of open world to a uh, first-person shooter, you know? And I wasn't the first one, but it kind of, like, brought it to the forefront of video games. Oh, I know that one well. And, uh, you know, back in the day, that was really before Xbox Live took off. Uh, If you wanted to play multiplayer with the original Halo, you had to lug that 40-pound Xbox over to somebody's house uh, and link them up directly. And so we, we went through it. We did it, and God damn it, it was worth it. Now, the funny thing is, I thought you told me a little while ago that after a hard day on the farm, you'd like to go home and play a video game called Farm Simulator. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you, Ryan. Um, I did play that game for a few months, actually. I admit it. And uh, but let me tell you. It was a lot of fun. You know, and, and I think like people who do these jobs, they're they can have a sort of appreciation for these simulator games. Like I've heard stories of people who are truck drivers in real life. They go off and play truck driving simulation games because they want to see how close they get it to reality. And for farming simulator, yeah, some of it was pretty accurate. Um but I guess the one thing that wasn't accurate and kind of made me mad was uh, hooking up pieces of equipment 
to the tractors which you control and it would automatically occur in the game by the press of a button in an instant hooking up equipment in a real farm setting in real life is kind of a bitch and probably the probably the worst part about farming to be honest with you so that that just ruined the game for you too then uh, eventually eventually it kind of made me not bitter but just like oh, i'm gonna stop you know too much <laughs> fantasy <laughs> let's get back to wow. reality here all wow. right wow well uh that was our four questions and here's our one to know on what makes homer laugh i would say what makes me laugh is you cousin ryan ha 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh Oh, that was very sincere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, uh... Oh man, <laughs> I, I felt it there. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> <Thanks>. Sorry. <laughs> and I just want to well... state it's not from like tickles or anything like that, right? <laughs> okay, I'm not like Uncle No Pockets or something. Okay, this just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't uh... know why I felt I needed to say that, but well, here we are. All right. Well, uh, on that note, let's go ahead and jump into our first segment. Just a little bit of wacky news. Well, Ryan and Homer, uh, or Homer, I hope you're you're up to date because we've got an update on a news story from last week. I am. Okay, good. Uh, last week we talked about a uh, police were on the lookout for a man who was seen in a video. Uh, licking someone's doorbell for several hours. Well, uh, turns out they've tracked that guy down, and his name is Roberto uh, Arroyo. And uh, not surprisingly, he's known to police who are seeking to charge him with misdemeanor prowling, theft, and violation of probation. Uh, not only that, uh, um, police said that uh, uh, this just kind of reinforces how important it is to have security within your home Uh, This guy's getting some sick jollies off or something. Uh, You know what, Ryan? It turns out not only did he lick that doorbell, he stole some extension cords, defecated on the lawn, and laid down and took a nap for a little while. (laughs) (laughs) Was there a toxology report? (laughs) Yeah, but I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that uh, heavy drugs were involved. You know, after all of this, I kind of want to know what the doorbell tasted like. (laughs) Was it like a special peppermint doorbell, you know, or something like that? And... Uh, I'm pretty sure it tasted like fingers, which, mm. uh, I mean, that's what this guy's into. Well, that and shitting in yards. The uh, family has said that uh, since the uh, incident, they have disinfected their bell, bleached their doorknobs, <laughs> and thoroughly cleaned their porch. <laughs> I don't blame them. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty smart. So uh, hopefully that guy is uh, getting the help that he needs because uh, it can't be good for his health to go around licking people's doorbells. Yeah, I mean, what's next? Looking uh the gas pumps at the gas station? Oh, man. I mean, where does it end? That sounds even worse. Sounds, sounds It really worse. does. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, our next story comes from Florida. It's not a Florida man this time, Ryan. This time it's a Florida woman. Oh. Mm-hmm. The fairer sex. <laughs> if you remember, over the last couple months, we've had a little theme in the wacky news of people hiding things in certain orifices. Well... Miami Corrections officers once again did their due diligence, and uh, uh, it appears a woman stole her date's expensive watches and left with them. Uh, 
five watches valued at a total of $108,000. So those are some expensive prices, some Rolex, you know, something gold, something like that. Well, when the, uh, when the police arrived, they tracked the woman down in a nearby alley, and they found one of the watches on her, but uh, couldn't find the other ones. It wasn't until they brought her back in for booking and she was thoroughly searched that four watches were found stashed inside her vagina. Ah, the old lady pocket. Yep. Now, does that yeah. um, does that enhance or detract from the value of the watches? I'm going to guess detract. You know what? I think it might enhance it. Yeah, you could call them uh, special vag edition, you know, or something like <laughs> that. I mean, it's the only thing I could think of. Well, this is a real quality woman, Ryan. Uh, when they found her, they noticed that uh, she has a tattoo on her left arm that reads whore. That's well, truth in advertising. I, I, hmm. I guess. No word on what uh, on what uh, was going on there with her quote date, uh, but yeah. uh, uh, she was charged with grand theft, resisting an officer with violence, possession of cocaine, and battery. She was also charged with criminal mischief after she ticked off cops by urinating on the floor of her holding cell. Wait, oh. she had batteries up there too. <laughs> uh, no <laughs> battery, as in assault crime. Oh, that Not makes copper more sense. Okay. It does. Yeah, it does. Uh, she was released from jail after posting a $22,000 bond. Where did she get that out of her ass? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know what's going on down there in South Florida, but apparently if you're going to be arrested, uh, you have to try to hide things up your ass or in your badge. But uh, it didn't work out for these people. Here's a tip. If you could afford five Rolexes, you can afford a better hooker than one that has whore <laughs> Tattooed on her arm. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, she's not exactly going undercover there. <laughs> our next story continues with our theme of drugs are bad. This one comes uh, from Monroe County, uh, where they arrested 37-year-old Melvin Stubbs, charging him with cocaine trafficking and resisting arrest after he was found with more than 40 grams of coke during a traffic stop. That doesn't sound like a good night for him, does it? No, it does not. I mean, it sounded like it was going to be a good night, but um, yeah. Uh, after being arrested uh, or attempted to be arrested, they had to tase him uh, to get him to stop resisting. And then uh, once they put him in the back seat, he was so upset, uh, he began ripping up the uh, seats with his teeth. Uh, and it looks like a dog attack. There was uh, all kinds of stuffing all over the back seat. Uh, he totally tore up and chewed off uh, everything back there. You know, the story actually sounds familiar. Um I think another cousin of mine, not not you, Homer, different yeah. cousin, other side of the mm. family, mm. did literally the exact same thing. I don't know if he was caught with cocaine, but they put him in the uh, back of a cop car and he chewed it up and then he spit the pieces in the cop's face. So, uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And well, he's proud of I, it, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say that that's a bad move. Uh, you know, you keep quiet. When, uh, when the cops are asking you questions, if you want, but generally destroying their equipment and uh, spitting it back at them is going to earn you some jail time. What kind of jaw strength do you need to bite through a car seat? Well, the cocaine helps. That's true. Yeah, I think it's cocaine strength that we're looking yeah. at here. Uh, well, uh, the 37-year-old remained combative and had to be placed in feet restraints before being taken to a nearby hospital. Uh, he was later medically cleared and taken to jail. Uh, where he was charged with property damage due to the $1,000 in damage he did to the deputy's car. 
Oh, I heard someone say cocaine was a hell of a drug. Uh, who was that? <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. I heard that somewhere too. Oh, uh, well, that's not the only drug out there. Some drugs are legal, Ryan, uh, and uh, alcohol sometimes can also have a bad effect on somebody's night. Uh, this one comes from Wichita Falls, Texas. Police there say a woman has been banned from a local Walmart after she spent several hours driving an electric shopping cart around the store's parking lot while drinking wine from a Pringles can. Man, how are you going to get kicked out of Walmart for being American? That does sound <laughs> I don't know. American. That's super American. <laughs> well, uh, and that's pretty much what the woman said. She said, I don't know why you all trying to bother me. I'm just trying to live the best life I can. <laughs> wow. That brings a tear to my eye. It does. It's real like deep the, there. Rouge like the eagle screeching. Like, <laughs> caca. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So I, I just want to know why the Pringles can? Why? I mean, like, what did you pour it into the Pringles can? Like, I'm I'm confused. It's uh, stealthy and ergonomic. Yeah, and a lot less sloppy than a like a a, a bag of lace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I can't. I can't really argue with that. So. Uh, I guess we're just going to go with that. All right. So uh, just mark that right off, getting drunk and driving around in a uh, electric shopping cart at Walmart, because you'll get banned from the Walmart. And then, uh, you know, if you live in Wichita Falls, what the fuck else are you going to do? There goes your social life. Yeah. Yep. You'll be the laughing stock of the parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got away from Florida for too long, Ryan. So let's go back to Florida, man. And uh, this one comes from Milton, Florida. Uh, you know, and I just want to point out, Ryan, uh, we did not attempt to make all these stories come from Florida. Um, it just happens. You know, it just happens. So That's... you may want to continue reconsidering living in Florida. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. It's the heat, man. It's the heat and it's the goddamn transients. It holds you. Can't get away. Really? Because I, I, I thought it was the drugs and the alcohol and the inbreeding. <laughs> That helps. That's like super helpful. All right. Okay. Well, a uh, a Florida man is facing assault and battery charges after deputies say uh, he had an argument uh, with one of his neighbors. He uh, told the neighbor he was going to kill him with kindness, left, went into the house, and then came back out with a machete, uh, which had the word kindness written on the blade. Here's my dramatic reenaction. <laughs> okay. I'm going to kill you with kindness, lady. Kindness is my machete. <laughs> Got a yeehaw at the end, maybe, you know. Well, uh, the neighbor says that just before midnight, uh, he decided to go over and check on things and ask Stuart to keep it down because uh, things were just a little loud and raucous over there. The arrest report says Stuart told deputies he didn't understand what was even going on and was just trying to go to sleep. The deputy who wrote the arrest report noted that Stuart had a strong odor of alcohol in his breath, as well as bloodshot and watery eyes. And to that, I want to say... Well, no shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a f- typical Florida Tuesday night, bro. <laughs> oh, is that right? Uh, I mean, uh, do you usually threaten your neighbors and have the cops called on you? What, you don't? All right, well, that's the wacky news. Uh, let's get out of here and go talk about something else. Uh, how about a little playoff football? Ryan, Homer, it was an exciting weekend of NFL playoff football. Was it? 
Like, none of the teams that played the weekend before made it are going to make it to next weekend's games. Well, I mean, when you're a wild card team and you got to go on the road to win three games, or maybe you're uh, just a division winner who got suckered into one of those wild card games, it's a it's a tough road, and it, uh, unfortunately, none of those teams this year were tough enough to make it on the road against, uh, you know, what turned out to be some pretty good teams. Yep, all four teams that are still in it actually have the top four offenses in the league, and that's like the first time that's ever shaked out that way. Yeah, you always hear defense wins championships. Isn't that what they always say? But I think that was in the day before the NFL changed all the rules, so I'm not so sure anymore. Uh, You know, first game, Chargers, they got the beatdown from the Patriots. And as a big Dolphins fan, I am super disappointed by that, Ryan. I mean, what do you expect from the Chargers? I honestly sometimes forget the Chargers are in the league. I think uh, so do the people in Los Angeles. Uh, I think that's (laughs) happening there, too. Uh, judging from some of their attendance. Well, final score was 41 to 28, but it wasn't even that close. Uh, The Patriots really throttled them uh, despite not having their best year. The Patriots sure look like that championship team of old. Uh, How can you actually say that? Uh, Well, uh, I didn't say it made me happy, but you know what, Ryan, one good thing we can take out of it. Last week, you presented us a doomsday scenario with the Colts upsetting the Chiefs and then getting worked by the Patriots, but that didn't happen. Uh, the Chiefs, uh, they dominated the Colts 31-13 to in a very snowy game. Sometimes I am so glad when I'm wrong. Hmm. It doesn't well, happen often, but sometimes oh. I'm so glad. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll go with that. Okay. Well, uh, the, the, uh, the other game that was, uh, you know, real big for us, uh, and we didn't give a shit about the Cowboys, but uh, New Orleans uh, versus the Eagles, and I gave the Eagles no chance to win this game. I thought they were going to lose by like 20 points. But uh, good old big dick Nick Foles, he almost uh, pulled it out at the end. Is that actually his nickname? Like, who gave him that <laughs> nickname? What, the, the guys on the team call him that. So it gives us some authenticity, huh? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, they're in the locker room with him. So uh, I can only think that's the reason why they, they gave him that name. But that's actually what they call him. New Orleans en- ends up winning 20-14, to 14, but only after Alshon Jeffrey uh, totally uh, screwed up and let the ball go through his hands and get picked off. Well, I mean, there are some things that led up to that in in the game. You know, the uh, the fake punt. Uh, right. You know, when they were down fourteen nothing, um, that crazy long drive in the third quarter, which is pretty much the entire third quarter. So, yeah, I mean, New Orleans won this game. The Eagles didn't lose this game. I just, I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you there. You could point to a number of different, you know, mistakes the Eagles made throughout the game or a number of things New Orleans pulled off to get this victory. But it sure looked like the Eagles were quickly moving downfield. And with, you know, only being behind by six, a touchdown would have been a sure victory. And uh, and then Alshon Jeffrey, you know, just sort of, sort of whiffs there. He looks away before he actually catches the ball. And uh, he even said afterwards that he takes credit for the loss. But, uh, uh, what are you going to do? Sorry, Eagles fans. Yeah, you win a championship and then you're out, but at least you made it to the playoffs again. It was kind of a miracle they made it that far. And now you have an excuse to throw cups of warm piss at someone. Yeah, I don't know. They don't need an excuse in Philadelphia, right? That's true. They're, they throw batteries at Santa Claus, for God's sake. Yeah, but to be fair, fuck Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, there's a couple big games left this weekend for the championship, Ryan. Uh, let's go into our predictions. First up. 
Patriots at Chiefs. I think anyone who's ever listened to one of our podcasts knows who we want to win this right here. And I'm a big fan of old Kermit the Frog Mahomes uh, because uh, I've compared him to a young Dan Marino, and I can't be much more complimentary than that to a uh, to a young quarterback. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs there, despite the fact that it's going to be about eight degrees at kickoff. I think uh, I think Andy Reid uh, shakes some demons here and uh, pulls off the victory here by a touchdown. What about you, Homer? What do you think? I agree. <laughs> All right, an informed decision, Ryan. That's, that's very insightful. Very insightful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I predict that since the Patriots rarely play on the road in the playoffs, that Tom Brady is really looking forward to the old roadhead reach around. Ah, well, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, he's a big fan of those. So, what else you got, Ryan? Rams at Saints. This is going to be. I'm really looking forward to both of these games. Honestly, I think they're both going to be classics. But. Uh, I'm not even sure who to take here because I would have, if you asked me a week ago, I'd say New Orleans because that Rams offense is a little up and down, but uh, just barely beating the Eagles and the Rams are all around a better team. This is going to come down to whoever has the ball last. I'm going to take the Rams by three. I think that's what we'll do. Homer, I want you to give this a little thought for a second and give us a nice, insightful answer. Who wins the game? I don't know. I'm just going to go with my gut feeling and say that the Rams will win. I, don't, I like uh-huh. goats. <laughs> you 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 like goats. That's why you're that's why you're choosing the Rams. Yep. I mean, okay. you want me to be honest here with you, Dan, right? I, I do. I mean, I do. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. All right. All I right. mean, he's no sure. papist, so he's not going to choose the Saints. <laughs> All right. What do you got, Ryan? I predict that Dolphins fans won't feel some type of way, like at all. When they watch Drew Brees, quarterback they could have hired years ago, take the Saints to another Super Bowl, like really, no hard feelings at all, not a fucking one, not a Brian. Why are you Jesus? Fuck, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> why do you, why why do you got to do that to me, Ryan? You know, like I was just appreciating the game for what it was. You got to bring up some old shit uh, and and just bring me down. It's what I do, Dan. It's what I do. Yeah, I know. I know. You know what? That depresses me. So we're just going to have to talk about something that makes me feel better. And Homer, I know you're a big fan of these cuddly little pets, too. We're going to talk about cats. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yes! <laughs> Homer, why don't you tell us your feelings on cats? Well, let me tell you what, Dan. Cats are probably the best damn thing that ever happened to humans. You know? Do tell. Do tell. Well, seriously, like, they're just literally the best thing ever. I mean, they're soft, they're cute, and mm-hmm. they make the best yeah. noises ever. They I'll do. Tell you, and I'll tell you what, they're a hundred times better than dogs. Oh, yeah, dogs. Who, I mean, who wants a dog? They smell, they, uh, you have to take them out all the time. You can't leave them unsupervised. You know, they're always getting in trouble. You know what I always say, Dan? Dogs are an easy pet for easy people. Oh, yeah. I agree 100%, Homer. I know all about those kind of people. Hey, 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 come on now. You all are starting to sound like some anti-canites over here. Hey, I just want to establish something. I am pro-cat, 
not anti-dog. That's oh. that's right. You know what? I'm anti-dog. Have you not been paying attention recently, Ryan? Dogs are trying to murder you. Oh, there's yeah. hard documented evidence, Ryan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen to your own podcast, Ryan. I'm trying to get the word out to people. Dogs are plotting against us. If you get a dog, it's probably going to kill you. I will not take part in this anti-canitism. <laughs> well, he's right. Cats are the best. Uh, you know, cats rule, dogs drool. Uh, it's it's just how it is. Well, yep. uh, let me ask you. I mean, how much do you really love your cats? Reason I'm asking is uh, on a, a radio morning show uh, down here in, in South Florida, a caller called in and said that um, his cat has this weird thing that it does. And he was wondering if he should tell his girlfriend, who's going to stay over at his place for the first time, about it beforehand. So and, what, it's like, uh, you know, hairballs or uh, the cat sleeps in the bed with them, you know, or something like that? Something like that. Uh, it's actually more like whenever the guy has his shirt off, the cat mm. wants to um, attach and suck on its nipple. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, it was like, just uh, latch on and just go to town. I, I just, I don't, I don't know what to say about that. Me neither. So mm-hmm. let me ask you then, this is the question. Mm-hmm. If your cat demanded to latch onto your nipple, would you just let him go? Pass. Pass. <laughs> Cowards! <laughs> you know what? You I already told cats? you. If I were to drop dead, Ryan, I would have, you know, I would rather my cats eat my dead body, uh, you know, than starve to death. I would, if I'm already dead, you know, I'd want them to continue on. So uh, there, there's no end to my love for my cats. It's very noble of you, Dan. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. But if your cat mm-hmm. is fussy, you won't just let him suck on a titty. Got it. I mean, cats have sharp teeth, Ryan, so that would probably hurt quite a bit. Well, it's not about their, your comfort, Dan. It's about theirs. That's any you know responsible what? pet owner will tell you that. <laughs> you know, it's kind of it's kind of true, Ryan. You know, you're making me warm up to this idea, actually. <laughs> oh God, no! Never mind. Forget I said it. <laughs> you know what? We could just agree that you're wrong about uh, about cats, and we can just move on. So. Homer, uh, earlier we talked about your favorite D&D character, and that was kind of fascinating. And uh, we talked a little bit about video games. But uh, Ryan, you and I were just talking the other day about how video games now are so much like the pen and paper games we used to play. When we started and there was just like a couple booklets and a red box, and that was our Dungeons and Dragons. That's all we had to fuel our imagination. And it, it, it really facilitated uh players to and and dungeon masters game masters alike to really uh involve their imagination and uh you know picture you know what's going on in their heads and and really just kind of let your uh flights of fancy take take wing um yeah it's different than a lot of other games you know i mean back in those days that was even before i mean video games were pretty primitive so uh, you know, if you were, you had to kind of use your imagination for those too. But, um, you know, if you're playing a pen and paper game, basically anything you could imagine, anything you come up with, uh, would work in the game. So for, uh, you know, for creative types like you and I, Ryan, it was a perfect outlet for us. So uh-huh. yeah, back in our day, Dungeons and Dragons was like collaborative storytelling. You know, you had one person set the scene and then you had the, uh, the, uh, characters, uh, 
come to life in their own words and, and explain, describe their actions and what they do and their motivations. And so everyone was like a JRR token on their off time. Nowadays, well, I mean, that that's kind of generous, but uh, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very generous for some of us. Um, yep. But uh, like I said, I've uh, I've tried the newest edition of Dungeons and Dragons, which is the fifth edition now. And, and I say to that, uh, I say, boo, second edition forever. But OK, go on. Well, yeah, it's it's different. It's I mean, there are some things that are still the same that longtime players will recognize, but I can only, I get the impression that, uh, remember back in the day, video games would be based on fantasy role-playing like Dungeons & Dragons and try to emulate that feel in, in a visual medium. Whereas now, the visual medium is so dominant that the pen and paper games are now trying to emulate the video games. So gotcha. So that's what the new edition is all about, huh? Sort of uh, bringing in some things from uh, from video game RPGs. Exactly. And the fundamentals are still the same, but there are some tweaks. Um, Homer, how, how would you describe fifth edition D&D as it relates to? Is, is that the edition you're using, Homer? Is that what you do? Fifth edition? Well, I was introduced to it. Uh, well, you invited me over my first time and what was that edition that was second edition second edition um, forever it, <laughs> yeah um i guess for the first time it was pretty daunting out there was a whole bunch of books and everything and more manuals in a video game obviously but um compared to fifth edition all i could really remember is that i guess the roles were just backwards like the values of it like whether a good or maybe that was the superhero one, but either way, it that's the funny thing is I'm still so confused by second condition or second edition as compared to fifth that I can I'm confusing it with the superhero version. But yeah. Regardless, though, uh, I I just thought it was interesting that there was even people who wanted to dedicate any time to building a story. Like one of my good friends, um, Frank, we'll call him. He he's the kind of guy who I never would have expected to have such kind of like imagination in his head. And he's like fleshed out some really impressive stories like over the like one or two years that we've been playing. And that to me was very interesting. And, you know, speaking on that subject, part of what really attracted me to D and D was the fact that we actually had to get up and meet each other. You know, it yep. became like a, a, a hub, for us all to get together instead of playing video games now we were dedicating our creative ideas and and actually deep thoughts with each other in an interesting way because what what you are as a person was fleshing out in this story you know in weird ways kind of had you uh step away from behind the keyboard huh correct yeah which i guess is cool because you know it's probably a lot less trolling in person <laughs> you know what ryan i have some thoughts about that what? You gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. What's the deal with internet trolls? My fucking god! Ruining the newest and almost last bastion of creativity and hearty debate. The internet is one of the most amazing inventions ever created by mankind. 
allowing us all to come together, form ideas, and solve problems, while also creating all forms of art and design. It's literally fucking incredible! But damn if human beings suck sometimes, and sometimes comes in the form of internet trolls. Disgusting, malformed-minded cretins that inhabit this precious environment, poisoning the very collective consciousness of human beings. Mindlessly, they consume their lives by dedicating their precious time to interfering with the creative works of others, copyright infringements, general useless blabber, and just generally being a massive fucking douchebag. Fuck you, trolls. Get off the internet and put that horrific passion into something productive. Like, I don't know, fucking anything else. Well, you know, Homer, I see your rant and raise you. Counterpoint. Homer, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I've been trolling motherfuckers online for damn near 30 cunting years now. Don't try to take away the one creative outlet I'm actually good at. What would the internet be without trolls? Fucking Candyland pieces blasting fucking sunshine out their happy asses. Who wants that? If that is what people really wanted, there wouldn't be comment sections on online news articles. Who's going to mock the gullible? Who's going to take a healthy psyche and crush it until these wannabe well-adjusted people start acting like everyone else? And honestly, who is going to speak truth to power? With no trolls, political correctness would run amok and have us all awash in a sea of acceptable speech where no one is ever offended or challenged and the privileged get to exploit this groupthink to their own nefarious ends. Now don't get me wrong. I think it's very important to be nice. In person. Online? Bitch, you better step correct and stay in your lane or the trolls and everyone else under the bridge are going to come get you. And that's a brick of truth to your face, courtesy of the Angry Masons. Well, that was exciting. Uh, you know what? If I'm going to uh, decide a winner there, uh, sorry, Homer, I think Ryan takes the prize. I'm just angrier and meaner. <laughs> I also want to mention that I'm not pro-censorship. Hmm, it's a fine line. Homer, and that's what you got to watch out for, because your definition of a troll and somebody else's might be different. Ryan's just having fun when he tells those people to eat a dick and go die. Yeah, they're not having fun, but I'm having a great time. Hmm. <laughs> well, uh, I think that's about it for us for today. Thank you very much to our very first honorary Angry Masons. Thank you, Homer, for, for coming and visiting with us today. Oh, thank you. Maybe again mm -hmm. sometime. Oh, we look forward Absolutely. to it. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, meanwhile, if anyone wants to say hi to uh, to Homer or has any thoughts, you can uh, you can mention them at Facebook.com slash Angry Masons. You can always get new episodes at SoundCloud.com slash Angry Masons. You can definitely reach us directly by email, AngryMasons at CatLover.com. Uh, and uh, Homer, hopefully they'll 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 write to you there, Homer, because uh, you're a fellow a fellow cat lover. So well, that you would understand be just why I well. that. That would be great. That would be great. Uh, for Twitter, uh, you can get us at Angry Masons. Or you can also find us on Spotify and TuneIn Radio and very soon, iTunes. Define very soon. Well, we are in a review process and have been for a little while now. I'm not sure what that entails. I'm hoping it means they aren't actually listening to the show. Oh, that's definitely what it means. 
You know, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna make the process easier for him and send uh-huh. him a dick pic. Not necessarily <laughs> mine. I'll just send him some random dicks. Okay. Uh, if anyone from Apple is listening, he's joking. Uh, I own lots of Apple products, and we all love Apple here. I'm totally joking. Wink. <laughs> Cackles an Android. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, uh, right, that's it. We're out of here. Have a great day, everybody. Mm-hmm.